This is a Storytime Seedlings podcast, a program to grow young readers. Hey, it's summertime. Time for some ice cream. How about a jump in the pool? Let's splash and play. And how about sing a song or read a good story? It's the Storytime Seedlings podcast, and I'm Lauren. Welcome to our summer season. It's episode nine of the Storytime Seedlings podcast, and our theme today is Down by the Station, Old Time Songs for Children from America. This is part one of a two-part series. Episode nine, Down by the Station. Now it's time for some good books. Singing in the Rain, the book based on the song by Arthur Free and Nasio Brown, with pictures by Tim Hopgood. Rain and clouds are dark, but feeling the splash of rain while holding a colorful umbrella with raincoat and boots to match is all that is delightful, and you won't even have to get wet. Singing in the Rain is a great American song from a great American movie of the same title, a musical filled with dancing and joyousness in abundance. The movie was born in 1952, but the book is new and will engage you immediately with its own message and engaging illustrations. A book for singing and dancing too. Share it with your baby, toddler or preschooler. Sing it, read it. I know you'll enjoy it over and over again. Moon River by Johnny Mercer and Henry Mancini from the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's, made in 1961, is now a book with illustrations by Tim Hopgood. Did you know that the Moon River is wider than a mile? And if you drift along it, It'll take you all the way to the end of the rainbow. And you'll have a huckleberry friend. Moon River is for all ages. Babies, toddlers, preschoolers, and more will be entranced by the beautiful illustrations. And the words are themselves the song. But you don't have to sing it. You can read it. However, singing it can be a dream maker. My heart breaker, wherever you're going, I'm going that way. Okay, get ready. It's time for finger plays and songs. Here's a song that you might know. We sing it in story time quite a lot, and it's called Down by the Station. This is a classic story time song that actually started out as a song written by a jazz musician named Slim Gillard, and then made famous in the 1940s when Tommy Dorsey recorded it with his big band orchestra. And here's a little sample of the song. Get ready. We're getting to the station soon. Thank you. 
going to sing the song, and this is how you do it. When you sing the song, help me by slapping your hands on your knees to the beat of the song. Let's practice. Ready? Down by the station early in the morning. See the little puffer bellies all in a row. Now comes the part where the station master pulls the little handle. So reach up with your right hand and pull down like you're pulling a handle. Bring up your left hand to your mouth like you're making a zero with your fingers and make a whistle sound. Ready? Toot, toot. Okay, here we go. Down by the station early in the morning. See the little puffer bellies all in a row. See the station master pull a little handle. Reach up, grab your handle, and pull it. Chug, chug. Then bring up your whistle to your mouth. Toot, toot. Off we go. Ready? One more time. Down by the station early in the morning. See the little puffer bellies all in a row. See the station master or pull a little handle. Chug, chug, toot, toot. Off we go. Most everybody knows The Wheels on the Bus is a very fun and popular song. Did you know that it was actually written in 1939 by Verna Hills? And it's considered an American folk song. Okay, so as you know, when you go, the wheels go round and round, you roll your hands around each other, round, 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 and then the wipers go swish, 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 move your hands back and forth like they're swishing, and then doors open. Open your hands and then shut, clap. Next. The driver says, move on back. Point back behind your shoulder. Then the people go up and down. And here you can stand up and go up and then sit down. Or you can just lift your arms up, up and down. Next, put your hands under your eyes and cry. Wah, wah, wah. Like you're the baby on the bus. Now, shush the baby. Shh, because you're the parent. You ready? Here we go. The wheels on the bus. The wheels on the bus go round and round, round and round, round and round. The wheels on the bus go round and round all through the town. The wipers on the bus go swish, 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 swish. The wipers on the bus go swish, swish, swish all through the town. The doors on the bus go open and shut, open and shut, open and shut. The doors on the bus go open and shut all through the town. The driver on the bus says, move on back, move on back, move on back. The driver on the bus says, move on back, all through the town. The people on the bus go up and down, up and down, up and down. The people on the bus go up and down, all through the town. The babies on the bus go wow Wah, 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 wah. The babies on the bus go wah, 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 all through the town. And the parents on the bus go shh, 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 sh
uh, originally in the southern United States. We use it a lot in our story times, especially for babies. When you listen to the song, see if you can guess what rhyme comes after which word. Here are the rhyming words. Word, bird, sing, ring, brass, glass, broke, goat, pole, bull, over, rover, bark, cart, down, town. Okay, you ready? Here we go. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Papa's gonna buy you a mockingbird. If that mockingbird won't sing, Papa's gonna buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring turns brass, Papa's gonna buy you a looking glass. And if that looking glass gets broke, Papa's gonna buy you a billy goat. And if that billy goat won't pull, Papa's gonna buy you a cart and bull. And if that cart and bull turn over, Papa's gonna buy you a dog named Rover. And if that dog named Rover won't bark, Papa's gonna buy you a horse and cart. And if that horse and cart fall down, you'll still be the sweetest little baby in town. This action rhyme and finger play is called There Were Ten in a Bed. You may know it as Ten Bears in a Bed, but the original song was just There Were Ten in the bed. Although, we're just going to do five. You ready? Hold up your hand with your five fingers spread wide. And it starts like this. You'll say there were five in the bed. And the little one said, roll over. Then you roll your hands around. Roll, 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 roll. And the little one said, wiggle your little finger. Roll over, roll over. So they all rolled over. Roll your hands again. Roll, roll, roll. And one fell out. Hold up one finger. And then you minus one from five is four. Then four in a bed, and the little one said, and so on down till you get to one. You ready? Five in a bed. There were five in a bed, and the little one said, roll over, roll over. So they all rolled over, and one fell out. Oh, no. There were four in the bed. And the little one said, roll over, roll over. So they all rolled over and one fell out. Oh, no, now there's only three. There were three in the bed and the little one said, roll over, roll over. So they all rolled over and one fell out. Oh, there's only two left. Ready? There were two in the bed and the little one said, roll over, roll over. So they all rolled over and one fell out. There was one in the bed, and the little one said, Good night. Shortening bread. This is a traditional folk song from the American South. And it goes like this Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mommy's little baby loves shortening bread. So when Mama has her baby, you're going to Hold your arms like you're holding a baby, and you're rocking your arms to the tune. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. And then put the skillet on. That means put your, put your hand out flat like it's a skillet. 
and to put the other one, slip on the lid on top, okay? Then Mama's going to make a little shortening bread. And that ain't all she's going to do. She's going to make a little coffee, too, and then pretend like you're drinking a cup of coffee, okay? You ready? Here we go. Shortening bread. Mama's little baby love shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby love shortening bread. Remember, you got your baby, you're cradling it. Mama's little baby love shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby love shortening bread. Hold out your skillet. Put on the skillet. Slip on the lid. Mama's gonna make a little shortening bread. That ain't all she's gonna do. She's gonna make a little coffee too. Drink your coffee. Yum. Ready? Mama's little baby. Rock your baby. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Mama's little baby loves shortening, shortening. Mama's little baby loves shortening bread. Now for a story to hear and tell. Today, the story I'm going to share with you is actually a poem that was written by Margaret Wise Brown in 1938. The title of the poem is The Fish with the Deep Sea Smile. Margaret Wise Brown is also the author of Good Night Moon, a book that is loved by generations of children and parents. Okay, here we go. The Fish with the Deep Sea Smile by Margaret Wise Brown. They fished and they fished way down in the sea, down in the sea a mile. They fished among all the fish in the sea for the fish with the deep sea smile. One fish came up from the deep of the sea, from down in the sea a mile. It had blue-green eyes and whiskers three, but never a deep sea smile. One fish came from the deep of the sea, from down in the sea a mile, with electric lights up and down his tail, but never a deep sea smile. They fished and they fished, way down in the sea, down in the sea a mile. They fished among all the fish in the sea for the fish with the deep sea smile. One fish came up with terrible teeth, one fish with long, strong jaws. One fish came up with long, stocked eyes. One fish with terrible claws. They fished all through the ocean deep for many and many a mile, and they caught a fish with a laughing eye, but none with a deep-sea smile. And then one day they got a pole, from down in the sea a mile, and when they pulled the fish into the boat, he smiled a deep-sea smile. And as he smiled, the hook got free, and then, what a deep-sea smile, he flipped his tail and swam away, down in the sea a mile. Okay, wasn't that fun? Now it's time for early literacy tips and commentary just for grown-ups. I would like to talk today about the importance of cultural literacy 
and how you as a caregiver of your children will be able to enrich the, uh, their upbringing so that they have a knowledge base of what is part of our culture. Sometimes it's old songs like Down by the Station. Sometimes it's the newer songs like Baby Shark. When we know these songs, we know that we are all in the same community. And when we find these things in common, we know each other better. And this is what builds connection and builds camaraderie and harmony. Also important for small children, you're starting to build a knowledge base from which they can pull information when they learn to read. So if you read to your child and you talk to your child and you take them to many different kinds of places, they are adding capital to their knowledge so that when they enter school, they have information that is there for them to pull from when they start to read. Cultural literacy is, of course, the overall culture that connects us, but it's also individual cultures within your own family, within your own neighborhood, within your own particular community that might be based on, say, your family arrived from another country and your grandparents share the stories of their own upbringing and their own special stories. So you have that as one part of your cultural literacy, but then you also have the other cultural literacy of the wide-ranging culture that is what we are. Cultural literacy is as naturally important as it is natural to learn in your home environment. Some of the things that you can do to foster their, your child's cultural learning bank is simply to read to them and to read a variety of things. Picture books, nonfiction books, any books that appeal to you and appeal to them. Simply going to the library and attending story time is a free and easy way for your child to develop cultural learning as they're also becoming socialized and sitting with other children and becoming independent. There's all kinds of things you could do, like listening to this podcast and participating in the podcast by downloading the PDF and continuing to share this, the finger plays and the stories with your child and to read the books that we recommend in this podcast. Okay, that's it for episode nine, Down by the Station, part one of Old Time Songs for Children from America. Stay tuned for episode 10, titled The Little Red Caboose, part two of Old Time Songs for Children from America. Baby, don't say a word. Mom, I'm gonna buy you a mockingbird. If that mockingbird don't sing, I'm gonna buy you a diamond ring. If that diamond ring can brass, I'm gonna buy you a looking glass. If that looking glass get broke, I'm gonna buy you a billy goat. If that billy goat don't pull, I'm gonna buy you a cotton bull. If that cotton bull turn over, I'm gonna buy you a dog named Rover. If that dog named Rover don't bark, I'm gonna buy you a horse and cart. If that horse and cart broke down, break down, you'll be the sweetest girl in town. Cause you buy baby, baby, my, you'll be the sweetest, the ghost keeps that head back now.
edit now. That's it for now. Thanks for joining in the Storytime Seedlings podcast, Summer Edition. See you next time. Thanks to the Free Music Archive and Scott Holmes Music for the use of the music interludes in this episode. Hush Little Baby, a recording of Annie Brewer from 1937 in a collection of songs called Deep River of Songs, Alabama, the Alan Lomax Collection. Also thanks to Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra, Big Band Explosion. And thanks to Polly, the Springer Spaniel, for that happy bark. <laughs>